0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to 3 to the 4th. I am Will. And I am Bailey. And today we are going to talk about uh, baseball and softball. It's, been a, while since we, it's been a while since we took a look at them. Probably, what, first, second episode? I think, yeah, I think that was second episode. Second episode. Second,
1: second, first real episode, second yeah, episode. Yeah, it was last
0: time we talked about baseball. So it's been a while um, now that we're on episode 7, I think. That's where we're Sounds at Sounds right good now. to me. I know. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a look at... Uh, how baseball and softball finished up the season, talk a little bit about what went down, uh, and kind of drop our thoughts. Um, but to start, we'll go ahead and look where we were the last time we took a look at uh, at baseball and softball. So we can kind of take a little bit of a uh, look through and mm-hmm. back and then to where we were when the season ended. Yep. Um, so let's go ahead and start with baseball. Right. So the last time we looked at them, we were 13 and 15 overall record conference record was 6 and 3. I like that. I like uh, that. That's we were good. first in the East, but Georgia Southern was right behind us at 7 and 5. Um, and then South Alabama was in third with fifth, 5 and 4. Our home record was 9 and 2. Our away record was 4 and 13. Yeah. Um, some of the Sun Belt series notable ones were Arkansas State, we won a 3 to 0 with a 25 to 8 differential. Georgia Southern was 1 to 2 with a 6 to 14 differential. And then George State was two to one uh, with a 26 to 24 differential. And then there were some pretty bad non-conference losses: zero Ugh. to 12 loss to Wake Forest, 5-15 UNC, three-game series to UNC with a differential of uh, UNCW with a differential of 3-17, three to 17, three-game series to ECU with a differential of six to 28. And ECU is now ranked nine, I believe, yeah. um, if I remember correctly. And then we lost to NC State, two to 13. So. Where we left off, we were in this kind of weird purgatory state of like, we're doing bad everywhere else, but in the conference and where it matters, yeah. we're getting the job done. So, I
1: mean, it's, it's not too bad. Like, we're doing good against who we need to do to get make the tournament and win the tournament. But if we want to go any further, it's like we were... Yeah,
0: in and, and every other facet of the awful. season, it was
1: not great at all. Yeah. Um. So, Bailey, go ahead and tell us about where we ended up. So, we ended up at 21 to 31 record, which honestly isn't too bad. I mean... It's what? At uh, 30... No, almost 33%. 33%? Almost, that is. pretty much. And then our conference record was 11 and 10, so we kept a winning conference record, which That's I good. like. Our home record, record 12 and 8, which is amazing. But mm-hmm. then our away record is just 8 not and 22. Good. So, I mean, you also assume that... So with baseball, we're playing all of our... So they're not the level of some of our teams are, so we're like, we're playing the teams such as... NC State, UNCW, and all these ECU, all these good teams, Mm -hmm. at their home. So, it kind of takes away from our away record. And I feel like it would be better if you took away those games that were, like, top-ranked people. But still, only winning eight games away compared to 22 is still just... And and losing eight compared to 12 at home is just like... Yeah. uh, Anyways, but Arkansas State, 3-0, 25-8 differential, which is nice. Georgia Southern. or you, you already went over this. Yes, we on did. Here, it's already gone <laughs> here twice. Cool. But our new differential is... All right, tr- the,
0: these were, those are just the Sun Belt. I just had a general look yeah. at the, all the Sun Belt series, so those are the old ones. Here are the new ones that we hadn't looked at yet.
1: So we got Troy. We went 0-3 with a 6-23 to score differential, which is... Not great. Three games, we scored six runs, two runs a game. That's yeah, just not good. Not
0: fun. And then let up 23 runs, which 4-3. is close to over oh, 7 7 almost runs. 8 it's almost, almost 8, eight.
1: 7.6 yeah. almost six. 8 there you go and then you eleven went 1 to 2 18 to 27 differential so not too bad we uh i guess we let up a bunch of runs um in the games but the two we won we scored good easy so mm-hmm. i feel like pitching was definitely an issue with that series and then Little Rock we went 2 to 1 with a 9 to 5 differential so a that's a good pitching duel right there yeah I mean low scoring games um in three games like compared to the other ones who this one had 14 runs scored yeah. in three games which is wild and then South Alabama went 2 to 1 with a 13 17 differential. So we did have a losing differential, but we had a winning record. Yeah, cuz
0: game 3 was 3 to 13. Jesus which is pretty Christ. crazy. So take away that game, I mean, in coming into game 2 it was a 10 to 4 differential. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I mean, you're going to have some bad games, but I mean, you look at those last two series of Little Rock and South Alabama where it was 2 to 1 with only a 4 point scoring differential between Between the games, I mean that's that's better than what we fared initially. You know, you're looking at um, some of our other ones where it's you know 25 to eight or six to 14. Yeah. Um, But you have Georgia State, who was 26 to 24, and then ULM was like 18 to 27. So these kind of more closer games
1: are better. I mean, they're better for the future of the program. Yeah. I think because that shows what our potential could be. Yeah. We have to get past that potential and get the winning record there.
0: And then we move on looking at the non-conference games. Uh, we had a 2 to 1 series uh, at Lipscomb with a 15 to 12 differential. So I like it. Get some away record wins. Yeah. We lost 8 to 11 to number 19 Charlotte at the time. I'm not going to complain about that. I'm not going to complain about that either. That is a close game against a top 25 team. I'll take that. Uh, we lost 3 to 7 to NC State. He was ranked at the time,
1: and at the time wasn't doing very good. But now, I mean, now that you look at it, they currently just knocked out the number one, and they just knocked out Vanderbilt.
0: Yep, they are doing crazy, uh, which so, is great because it's taking away all I like our, seeing uh, that. our recruitment. I like seeing that, but I don't like losing that game. Yeah. Uh, and then the real—I mean, oh, we just did not—we shit the bed in non-conference at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, for real. We really. lost an 0-3 series to Miami with a five to thirty differential. Jesus so Christ. that was almost—I mean, it was practically one to ten every game. Pretty almost. much. And I mean, we two. 10 there about. yeah lost 5 to 10 to etsu in boone and lost 0 to 2 to number 21 usc at the time in columbia so that's not bad either no, so it's weird you know bad. we play against the ranked teams it seems like we play better but yeah. i don't know what it is i don't know uh, if it's yeah. like app state football where we play to the level of our competition um but not you, too bad you see we kind of i mean and the Sun Belt, towards the end of the season, kind of fell off. Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, in comparison to what we had before, it was kind of the same thing. We kind of felt pretty yeah. mediocre, basically splitting each game 50-50. Um, and then in the non-conference, we just proceeded to
1: crap. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like we stayed pretty much consistent the whole year for the most part and just staying that mediocre, not, like, absolutely yeah. garbage, but not... But, like you know, it, it kind of
0: sucks because these non-conference games are really where you kind of get to show, like, what you have, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's either, it's, you know, for those lower division teams, it's for them to kind of get some higher teams and get some mm-hmm. practice in or some experience. But normally for, you know, D1 teams, it's kind of put in a couple hard games, and then you normally kind of put in a couple cakewalks. Yeah. And it seems like we are not doing that. Yeah. And so is that because we are viewing ourselves as a lower what? program who needs experience, That's or are we viewing ourselves as somebody who needs more of a challenge? And I think, I, I would say right now it's looking at we are trying to, Give us some more experience. Yeah, I I think that's what it is, too.
1: And, I mean, for one, having the best field in college baseball. Yeah. But putting this on the field kind of sucks. But also, it's like we're getting that experience. It's like Kid Brewer Stadium has been Kid Brewer Stadium with a few minor changes. But compared to what we were, like, years and years and years ago where we were in the stage at some points until we started winning the national championships. Yeah. Until we got to FBS. Yeah. So, I think it's just – it takes time to get to this level. And I think we're scheduling all these good teams – to show that we will compete with them, maybe we won't win, but we'll still only lose by three to four yeah. runs, with the exception of Miami. Yeah. But still, I think I think we're there's the program's on a good up and up.
0: I would have, I would have to agree, you know, and I think mm-hmm. we we have to look for ways to bump up recruitment and things like that, and you'll see a lot of lower level programs, will do that through, you know. Yeah. The, the opponents they schedule, the facilities they have. Just kind of working on ways and things and getting these big wins. You know, I mean, nobody knew who App State was until we beat Michigan yeah, exactly. you know, and things like that. Um, you know, App State is the same thing. We schedule these big programs so we can get on, you know, national attention and things like that. Um, so while we are failing in the non-conference area, you know, these are the games that technically do not matter. Yeah, you know, like- these, these are the games... That won't affect your placement in the Sun Belt tournament. Nope. You know, won't do this. So you know, if you want to go out there, you know, you know, we can talk bad about those games all you want, but at the end of the day, they're really not affecting no. your postseason ex- unless you have you know visions for more than the Sun Belt yeah. tournament. But I don't think that is something not, that we not have right now. Right, not right now.
1: Maybe the next five, ten years, or, let's or we'll, win the Sun Belt tournament first. Yes, I mean, think before
0: we start trying to look at that. But it's
1: you know, it's gl-
0: it shows that you know our front office and our coaching staff have a belief in
1: our players and want them to have the ability to be able to go on these stages and Mm -hmm. play these big teams yeah i'm excited to see how we change in the next coming years whether that means coaching staff changes even though they're doing what they can with recruiting right now whether that means completely wiping out front office and completely changing everything or do they keep on their track what they're doing keep kermit keep the front office and trust the process Mm -hmm. But, speaking of some changes in the past year, let's go
0: ahead and talk about the Sunbelt Tournament, because there yep. was a, not really a big ch- change, but something different happened where mm-hmm. we actually won um, a Sunbelt Tournament game for the first time uh, in program history. Yep, which is amazing. Um, which is really cool. We uh, In round one, we beat uh, number six, Texas State. It was one to zero, with one run in the sixth, so a nail-biter of a game. Um, yeah. A great game pitching. Uh, on our side, um, and just a really tough game, way to keep the boys kind of there, and so that got us a win to where we uh, went to end up playing the number one seed in the West, Louisiana, and this was a super, super, super tight-knit game, I mean, it was two to three with two outs at the bottom of the eighth, and then Louisiana hit a grand slam, bases loaded. And that basically shut us out. And and that made it seven to two, Uh, but I mean, you know, as much as that sucks, you went eight innings with the number one seed in the West Mm -hmm. at 2-3, to you know, when you're getting blown out by other teams, you know, scoring one run a game, or lighting up ten runs a game, you know, these non-conference games, these some of them. So in the postseason, this team really showed up and really knew how to play. Yeah. Um, Which, I, which, for me, totally flipped the season around. Yeah, I definitely think so too. Um, You know, I think it flipped you know, any momentum, and we said you know, in our first episode, we were like, we think if Kermit needs to not be on the hot seat, he needs to have one hell of a time in Sunbelt belt tournament
1: in the postseason and I, I would say he did. Yeah, like yes, he only won one game. But you play you go out and play the number one seed, you're down you're down by one run until the bottom of the eighth and you up a grand slam. One play ended your season, but until then you were you But were until great. then you were in it, yeah. yeah like I mean, just...
0: this was not a, you know, five to thirty blowout no. Miami series kind of thing. This was not bad. This was a true fight. Fighting chance to advance in the summer tournament. I don't think even the score more.
1: represented the game at all.
0: No, it doesn't. It, it does not. I mean, two to seven looks bad, but when you look at two to
1: three at the bottom of the eighth, yeah, that looks. I mean, that's like you'll see all these like walk off grand slams bottom of the ninth, and you'll be like, oh, the score was the score was eight four final until like, grand slam was four four with two outs yeah. from the bottom of the ninth. So it's like you have to look at the actual game, not just. I mean, and, the and score.
0: You, you talk about one play. They're right. two outs, so. You know, you it's, set you set a pack at home if you had an out, you know, yeah. and I mean this was unfortunately they hit the exact opposite, which was a grand slam. But you know, what if those bases weren't loaded? What if it was one run and it was two to four going into the ninth, you know? And then the pressure's on the batters, but I mean two to seven is is a lot harder than like two to four or something yeah. like that. Oh yeah. But looking in the Sunbelt tournament, you know, when we talk about hot seats and changes and things like that, I was still a little skeptical to even put Kermit on the hot seat at the yeah. end at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Um Confidently, but with how we did in the postseason, and you know, now you know, these players have what it feels to you know, to have a taste of a Sun Belt tournament win, some change, uh, some major, major competition against the number one West Seed. I
1: would, I would say, I can give Kermit another year. You know, I'll uh, give him a year or two. Um, plus, now with the big Boone Bigfoots, we have these prospects, two D2, D3, coming in here now. Yeah, we also have people coming up to watch the Boone Bigfoots who play baseball. That's another stream that comes in and feeds the app state for recruits yeah so i think two to three more years or one to two more years and then see how that happens like see what goes on yeah like it's also i mean
0: 21 to 31 in comparison to what he had in years past i mean we haven't had a winning record in a while mm-hmm. um so 21 to 30 besides covid here i'm pretty sure but i don't even remember we had a winning record there
1: we did but it wasn't like anything stellar but I mean, COVID. So. yeah
0: besides you know coming off of this is a pretty average look at what Kermit normally does, but mm. minus. But this is an addition with the postseason success. Yes. So I think, had we gone into the Sun Belt tournament, gotten blown out, maybe I'd be talking a little differently. Yeah, the same. But, but, but. I think with a, a strong Sun Belt tournament performance, I don't think Kermit is on the hot seat just yet. No, I wouldn't say so. Um, and I think overall, you know, really proud of the boys. Um, Because the back back half of the season after we looked at them wasn't too hot. It was pretty mediocre. But, I mean, they really came in the Sunbelt Tournament ready to work, ready to get Mm. the job done, stayed focused, you know, had a really close game against Texas State, 1-0. And then, like we said, in it to the last fighting minute against Louisiana. I think
1: only scoring one run in that Texas State game is also what hurt us in the Louisiana game because the bats weren't hot. Yeah, not at all. One one run against the worst seed or the number six seed. So, I think, yeah, a total of, I mean,
0: total Sunbelt tournament point differential three was three to seven. Yeah. yeah, so three hits and then... Or three points, scores, whatever you want to call it. Runs. Three scores, <laughs> runs, thank you. Three runs to seven runs. um, In two games, in comparison to what we normally let up and yeah. normally provide is... Yeah, I'll take okay. it. Okay. I'll take that. So, all in all... It was a average season, but I think an above-expectations about performance. The future is looking good. The future is looking a lot brighter um, than what we had seen in the previous episode. So good job, boys. Yep. Good job, players. Good job, Kermit Smith. Um, you're safe for now. <laughs> um, but let us go Let's ahead. On. I know. Let's go ahead
1: and talk about softball. Low softball now. So yeah. softball, where we left off, they were 20-10, winning record, 66% win. Conference, they were four and five not as good in the conference but they're winning the out they're winning the out of conference games which don't count but they count in a, in a different way <laughs> so we were 6 in the sum about the time Louisiana was first with a 14-1 conference record which is just amazing and, were on a and, they, and they were currently win and they were on a win, seventy game win streak our home record was 7 and 2 which I love it and then away record, 13-8 we were winning both home and away i yeah. love to see that no matter what and then they were on a currently a 9 game win streak when we last saw and then Again, the Sun Belt series is when we left off. They lost a three-game series to South Alabama with a score differential of four to twelve. Lost two-game series to Texas state with a differential of six to twelve, and then had two of three-game series with Georgia State canceled. But one, the first game was we won six five. So I mean, we only played one game, but we still scored six mm-hmm. runs in that game, which I like. And then a three-game th- th- series we won against ULM with a differential of ten to two. So we were we were definitely slacking in the Sun Belt. Yeah. Um, First half. It's a reverse baseball. Yeah, it's totally reverse baseball. I think that's what
0: we said, you know, first episode. It was a complete reverse look of where we were doing. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, we were what, I guess, 16 and 5, if I can do math correctly. 16 and 5 in non conference and then 4 and 5 in conference play Mm -hmm. uh, is a complete and utter difference. Um, And of course, in the games that you know, for baseball, we said they didn't matter, but apparently for softball, they matter barely. Um, well, it matters in
1: a different way. Like it doesn't matter for the tournament, but it also matters in getting recruits. I guess that's true. So, yeah, in the end, conference matters more, but it still matters to win a lot of games, yeah. anyways.
0: Let's go ahead and take a look at uh, when the season ended. Um, so, from a twenty and ten record, we went to twenty seven and nineteen. So we finished back half the season seven and nine, which is. Okay, but finished with a winning record, and that's what matters. Mm. Conference was 8-12, and 12, um, coming off of a, what I say, 4-5. So that was a uh, 4-7 conference record in the back half of the season. Uh, we finished 5th in the Sun Belt, and that was tying the highest regular season finish uh, with the 2019 season. So it's good to see that we didn't really... Uh, hurt too much coming off the COVID year, um, finishing, you know, right around in the same spot. And as we talked about, if y'all haven't listened to our last episode, go ahead and listen to it, because Shelly Herner and the softball team has done such a tremendous job with this rebuild um, that we have been looking at. And 2019 was, again, their highest finish in years. And then since Shelly Herner had taken over um, and then
1: you know, 2021,
0: hell they do it again. Um, So I love it. I love it. Uh, and then we take a look home record was 10 and six away record was 16 and 11. Uh, now we look at the new Sunbelt series that we hadn't looked at before. Uh, so Georgia Southern uh, was two to one with a differential of 14 to 15 but here's here's another thing like we had with baseball. Uh, game one was three to 11. So take away game one and the differential was 11 to four. So, so, I
1: mean, there you
0: go. Yeah, the point differential can be very misleading <laughs> sometimes because we were dominant in games two and three, but game one was uh, not so much. And then Troy, we lost a series 0-2 with a differential of 8-11, to but it was close. Now, not too, I'll, I'll take you know, a
1: close series over a Miami series. Close to so. fight. Uh, close to fight.
0: A close fight. Uh, UTA was a 1-2 to series with a differential of 2-8. to not as close as a fight no. uh and then coastal was 1 to 2 with a differential of 10 to 25 so again not as close as a I fight I will
1: I will take a win over coastal though because they are a baseball slash bat base yeah. running school so I mean I'll take it. honestly it's, it sucks to see that 15 point game, 15 yeah. run differential but also they're a lot higher end base running sports than we are Yeah
0: and, and so we're we're kind of seeing another uh, reflection of um kind of how the baseball season ended with a fairly mediocre ending as well yeah (laughs) nothing too crazy got hot then slowed down yeah um i mean a losing record for the back half of the season uh but finishing where we needed to finish um to get into the sunbelt tournament so let's go ahead and talk about the sunbelt tournament so we came in first game and lost the game to south alabama zero to eleven so got crushed not very good um, and then we went ahead, and I was trying to figure out these brackets. These softball baseball brackets
1: are so confusing. Me. I think softball was double elimination. Is because uh, we lost twice.
0: No, it was weird. It was like it's no? it is double eliminate. Basically, you go from you go from a regular bracket to a losers bracket, mm-hmm. and then the losers bracket you'll like doesn't technically knock you out. So it is double elimination. So you're basically you're in one bracket. And then you go to the losers bracket. Then if you lose in the losers bracket, yeah. then you're done. So yeah, yeah I guess just, you're right. Yeah, yep, that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, um, I was I was confused. So we lost the first game to South Alabama zero to eleven. I'm pretty sure South Alabama was one of the top yeah, seeds in the tourney. And
1: they were dominating us. I mean, the other time we were four twelve differential against them the regular yeah. season, so nothing too different. Um,
0: uh, but then, uh, just like baseball did, we beat Georgia State two to one to get our first tourney win in program history. Love it. So that is a that is an accolade. That is a landmark. Um, and then we went ahead and just completely turned around the idea of game one, and we lost uh, our third game to South Alabama, one to two. So. So What I see there is I see improvement, I see adjustments, I see really looking at it, not getting your players down, saying, listen, here's what we did wrong yeah, the first time we played them, let's
1: fix that, come back, and change it, and it worked. And p- pitching came, like, went off that game. They stopped them, they took them nine runs down mm-hmm. in, like, a weekend, yeah. a week. So I love to see that. Pitching made the adjustments. Hitting need a little more adjustments, well, also guess, I'm guess i guessing South Alabama's pitching is really yeah. good. So I mean, I love to see it. So yeah, we, we have finally got a run against them. We kept them to two runs, which is... I mean, Shelly
0: just did a great job of looking at the South Alabama game, game mm-hmm. one, and figuring out what needed to be done. Yeah. And what we see here is adjustments. And you see player, you see that player motivation. That I, I imagine that Georgia State game helped boost morale so much oh, yeah. that they came in and lost one run to a team who beat them 0-11 the first time they played. So that just shows fight, that shows adjustments, that shows good coaching, good player momentum. I mean, again, just two super impressive Sunbelt tournament runs yep. from teams where we didn't expect, you know, any big... First tournament wins. Yeah, we, tour I wins. mean, this we did not expect, you know, any big... I mean, for any of our teams this year, besides football, of course, yeah. you know, basketball, we didn't expect much no. in the Sunbelt tournament from basketball. I mean, we expect, hopefully, a first win, but we did not expect a March Madness no. mid or anything not like at all. that. So, it's it, you know, it really does show how... App State has really come up and up in getting the job done in the postseason when it comes to Sunbelt tournament play. We saw great stuff from our boys, great stuff from our ladies, just great all around, and Shelly Herner is nowhere near on the hot seat, so we don't even have to talk about that because yep. she's doing a tremendous job no um, with this rebuild. Um, but let's also look at it's doing a tremendous job by looking at some of the season accolades that the softball ladies got, uh, if you want to go ahead and take that yeah. away.
1: So Kenzie Longenecker and Gabby Barato. I'm guessing I'm pronouncing that wrong, but so. you know? No, right. That's right to me. I don't know. We're also named to the 2021 All Sunbelt Second Team, and they were the fourth and fifth Mountaineers ever to do so.
0: And that is awesome. Second team, and fourth and fifth in program history. So what we're seeing, we're seeing first win in program history, fourth and fifth players in team history to be named to an All Sunbelt team. We're just looking at, uh, you know, best finish. Back-to-back winning records. Yeah. I mean, we we're just looking at, uh, at an amazing, very successful rebuild, you know, front with Shelly Herner and the softball team mm-hmm. from where we came from. And like I said, if you don't know what rebuild we're talking about, go ahead and look at our last episode. Uh, yeah, just check to, it out. To really, really see how impressive this is, because before Shelley Herner came on, I mean, it was it was a one-year turnaround. Actually, yeah, program. I mean, it was a, a super quick turnaround, and so that's gonna. I mean, the the up, the future of both programs is is really, really trekking upward. Yeah, not is, like is really good, especially softball. It's gonna pull in a lot of good recruits. We're seeing a lot of good performance here. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, in Sunbelt play, you're getting some uh, conference games where we're succeeding in those non-conference games or getting up in the postseason, getting up in the Sunbelt play and just overall doing a really, really solid
1: yeah. job. Um, and I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just ha- I'm overall I'm happy with App State sports. Like agreed. you talked to someone five years ago about what App State's known for. They say football in the mountains. Yeah. And smoking weed. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But now you talk to them, you can talk to people in two to three years, and they'll be like, oh, they're good at football. They're good yeah. at wrestling. Mm-hmm. They're good at baseball. They're good at softball. They're good at track. They would be good at men's soccer. They're good at wrestling. But wrestling is just amazing. Wrestling is just amazing. Uh, and women's volleyball is going great right mm-hmm. now. Like, we're getting all these sports up on the rise. We're proving ourselves to be a D1 school, yep. not just a 2007 fluke. Yep. Not just, oh, we somehow. Got to the FBS, but we're not actually an FBS team. No, yeah. we're showing that we're a D one school and a D one school who will keep competing. Yeah,
0: and that's that's really what App State is about is showing that, showing your worth, showing your passion, and showing your fight. You know, yeah. that is that is like the App State way is doing that. I mean, stuff. you got this
1: right here that we will not iron ever at Susie. Never, screw you, Susie
0: <laughs> Um... Yeah, you know, they are truthfully all players are given their all for App State. and yes. it's, it's just so great to see, you know, we're, you know, luckily for us, for us we have come in at a time of prosperity for yes. Appalachian State Athletics, um, which has just been really great for us to see and a really awesome thing to happen. Um, but, Bailey, I think, I think we end on a
1: good note there. I, I think, think it's a very good do note. You, do
0: you have anything else to end on?
1: I got nothing. Um, but, you know, just support all App State sports. Yeah. I want to go to women's. Volleyball game. I want to go to as many games as I can this year, no matter mm-hmm. what it is, just because I want to support my whole school. Yeah, just yeah. So the one thing: don't just go to football games and show up drunk halfway through the first quarter. Exactly. Ugh. go and there, then leave at halftime. Go there early. Go to baseball games. Go to softball games. Go to women's basketball. The women's basketball game was amazing. Oh my me. god, it was so much fun. <laughs> and then men's basketball. Go to men's basketball games. Pack home center. Yeah, right? we go got to pack it homes. Even for volleyball, pack home center. They play at homes. Like pack wherever you go. Hmm. A uh, couple quick things to end on. Uh, if you were that one
0: fan who said that you went to App State and then watched Ohio State every time App State at home oh football game, screw you. You're trash. S- someone didn't go to Ohio State is all I mean. he's from Charlotte. Uh, he is a disgrace to the city of Charlotte. Um, so, <laughs> boo you. You were not a Charlotte fan, but you're an Ohio State. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean, you could He's even worse than the people who choose to go to UNC Charlotte at that point. Um, All right, Uh, and then uh, make sure y'all go ahead and and, uh, get your tickets to the Boom Bigfoots, uh, Appalachian Football Club. Appalachian Football Club just came off a couple great wins uh, last week. Go to the Boone Bigfoots. They're always having a great time. Uh, we're going to go ahead uh, pretty soon and get in talks with uh, Andrew Papp, their head of operations, and hopefully looking to getting into a deeper talk with Excited. him about the Boone Bigfoots, looking more at their recap. We'll go ahead and probably take a look at the uh, Appalachian Football Club a little bit more. Uh, and then we also have our very first Fans Choice episode coming up, so make sure you drop your suggestions about what we should talk about. And then we're going to have a couple more Business Spotlight episodes heading your way. So a lot of exciting stuff happening over at 3 to the 4th. Um, but that appears to be it. I think so. it's Uh, I am Will. And I'm Bailey. And this has been 3 to the the 4th. Y'all have a good one. See ya.